Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Welcome to my show. (laughs) This is the show where each week you get to share your personal experiences and I hope to give you some advice and insight on everything from angels to aliens and my specialty of shadow people and hat man. Since I am that person who first named and defined both phenomena, I have received thousands of stories over the years about them. And I have been researching and writing about a variety of odd mysteries for a very long time. Because I am also someone who has been there, seen that, experienced it, freaked out, found some answers, got over it, and now I'm hoping to help others do the same thing. If you would like to submit your experience, please visit my main website at HeidiHollis.com where you'll also find a lot of different elements like my blog called The Hatman Letters my various books, and even my paranormal comic strip called The Outlanders. I feel that it's time that we all bring all of our mysteries to the forefront, out from our paranormal closets, from the darker side of life, to help move us all into the light. The email that I wanted to focus on today is very extensive and very involved. And it has a couple of different parts to it that you'll see here. It begins, Dear Heidi, my girlfriend has some kind of dark entity or strange force following her. It has been literally harassing us daily for more than two years. We've got poltergeist activity that is not only active in one particular place, not even in one building. Instead, it's something that follows her wherever she goes. We have even been able to communicate with it, where we put out a piece of paper and answers will just appear. Sometimes the answers are understandable, but other times it's like some kind of strange script or signs that we just don't understand. We weren't sure what we were dealing with, until recently. That's when my girlfriend said she saw Hatman 
in the mirror. She saw Hatman was drinking from both of our glasses. She was sure they were empty as she turned to quickly look in his direction. In the past, she has seen Hatman many times before this, but she had no idea he was connected to all of this crazy stuff going on around us. Then, for us to find out that this is a worldwide phenomenon where people see this hat man? That was just mind-blowing. Just when I thought these strange things and happenings couldn't get any worse, things got really crazy when I tried to recite some exorcism passages I learned of. We would be grateful for any tips you can share with us. We really want to learn how to get this thing to leave us alone. Thank you, Andreas. Well, Andreas, I have to say, there's not a lot of detail here that I generally would like to see in a letter, especially one that involves as many different layers as what is happening to your girlfriend. It's really puzzling to me when I hear so much attention being placed on a single person. And I have to wonder why. Why is that? Because Hatman does get attracted to moments of weakness, uh, illness, depression. So I have to wonder, did something happen a couple of years ago to your girlfriend that made her vulnerable to his approach? That's something that I really wish I had a better understanding of. And when so much attention is put on someone like that, I also have to wonder what is so darn interesting. You know, Hatman can and will show up randomly. Somebody's dog died. They got sick or something like that. And he'll show up and it's very abrupt and disturbing, but... To keep coming back? That's that's something very, very peculiar to me that has me questioning what his goal and focus is. And you're saying that he picked up your glasses. You know, <laughs> I have to tell you, I don't think I recall getting an email of Hatman taking a sip out of somebody's drink. First off, that's gross. <laughs> Second of all, I don't know what would be the interest. And your girlfriend was certain these glasses were empty. Huh, that's, uh, that has me really, really puzzled. But the more interesting fact is your girlfriend had seen Hatman before these two years, but somehow you guys are certain. This is part of the whole poltergeist-like phenomena you've got going on here. Moving on to the other aspects of what you said in experiencing poltergeist activity, what exactly are we talking about here? Are your blankets getting ripped off? Are things getting knocked over? Did something get thrown at you? I wish that uh, you could be more specific about what's going on because it really does help me to better understand 
when more details are placed. So when others go to write me, please make the email as long as you want, because it's really, really necessary to decipher and interpret what is going on. And is it really Hatman? There's there's so much. There's so many questions. But um, I'm also curious if you feel a certain presence. Is there something going on with these things? And what made you put out a piece of paper to try to communicate with it? I mean, that that lets me know potentially you guys did feel a presence of some sort because that's that's not something that I would generally do myself. And I'm a little bit leery and weary when people try to communicate with these things, even if it does seem innocent. But this doesn't seem innocent at all because you guys are really in a pickle trying to find some answers. So that that really has me wondering what it is that you guys have sensed that you gave it this opportunity. And for it to write back, I really would love to see (laughs) what it is that was written and what these symbols are. So if you get that opportunity, send it my way. But moving on with what's going on. uh, So I have to wonder still again, what happened a couple of years ago? And if your girlfriend can point that out because whatever trauma took place or did she happen to move into a place that was infested with his presence and he just got attached that's a possibility whatever it is he is just way too close for comfort and I'm really kind of concerned I mean you said wherever she goes this presence comes with her I mean how disturbing is that You can't go to the grocery store. You can't go to work. I've actually had people write me about that. Didn't seem to matter where they were at, or it seemed to matter when they went into a certain building. I think those are better cases, actually, instead of having it in your home. But you're saying this goes on everywhere. I just, there has to be something. And, you know, sometimes finding what that trigger was helps to bring about resolution to the entire situation. So have her take a look into her past on that. And, you know, get back to me on it, because I I think this is something that could really spiral out of control. And obviously, that has already happened, according to what you put here. (laughs) Exorcism passages. Things got really crazy after you did that, huh? I'm not surprised. That's not something I would toss around very lightly, exorcism passages. I mean, there are people who specialize in such things for a reason, because it could be quite dangerous. It could be risky, life or death for you and your girlfriend, and others who just so happen to be around. It is really, really not recommended. And it sounds like you guys really have, uh, wow, got yourself going down this spiral. You know, I think it's really important at this stage that you and your girlfriend surround yourself with good support. Friends, local church, family, whatever helps bring strength 
between you two. Because right now you are dealing with a huge evil challenge. And um, I'm afraid this is really going to be something of a struggle. Because it sounds like it is really continuing to make a dent. So I tell you this and I tell many people this. Bless your personal space. And that is a method that I write about and I talk about often. But whatever your personal faith is, I'm Christian, so I'm never hesitant to say I use Jesus' name to move things out of my personal space. And I use water. I don't use anything else. Spring water, holy water. And I put that in every single corner and say a prayer. But it's a big, long method that I personally do, and it really does work. But I want you to really take it upon yourselves to protect yourselves with prayer. Fight fire with fire, to be honest. And, uh, you know, I have to tell my audience here, since this letter came in, these people responded with even more information about what is really going on. And you think this is something? Oh boy, it gets much worse. You are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And we will be right back. Stay right there. There's more Heidi coming right up. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. 
join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way. Knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with the Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Welcome back. You are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Just before going to break, we had an email from Andreas who was very concerned about a very dark presence that they now recognize to be Hatman was harassing his girlfriend for the past couple of years every single day. Now, Andreas got back to me because I had a lot of questions. I couldn't understand exactly the whole scenario, like what took place a couple of years ago. Why is this so persistently after his girlfriend? And uh, he obliged. And this is the next email. Hi, Heidi. Thank you for getting back to me. You were wondering what crazy things have happened out of the ordinary, and I'm trying to think what has not happened. Ooh. All that you mentioned has happened. Things have been thrown and moved on their own. Once I tried to talk to the energy while in a restaurant, I told it it had lost and cannot be around us anymore. Suddenly, the table started moving in all directions for 10 minutes the whole time that I was talking. Another time, a glass of wine appeared on our table at home that didn't belong to us. We went to sit down. That's when my girlfriend got yanked and dragged along the floor while still sitting in the chair next to that mystery glass. That's when I got really angry and started playing St. Michael's prayers from my speakers 
and reciting the verses while demanding it to leave. Now that's when things got really scary because items were thrown around the room like glasses, knives, and even stones. Oddly, only small things have hit me like rocks or fruit. (laughs) But big things like knives or bottles would miss and hit the wall. I still kept on going for about an hour that time, saying verses and whatnot. It looked like a war zone took place, and it took hours to clean up afterwards. Then the next day, I found my speaker outside, next to the swimming pool, all smashed up. Me and my girlfriend, we hear odd sounds all night long that are really, really creepy. If I mention some of the stranger things, you might think that we are both nuts. We moved from Finland to Portugal last year, and we hadn't seen the hat man until last month. That's when she saw him outside our house in the garden. Then two days afterwards, we endured the worst attack thus far, and I still need to repair our room after that. While that attack was going on, my girlfriend saw Hat Man outside of our balcony. She said it was the first time she heard him speaking, saying, Harm you. Harm you as he waved his arms at her as if to say that she should go back outside. She actually did go outside of the house, but luckily nothing happened. Then we thought, maybe, just maybe, he's a helper of some kind. That's when we went online and read about this hat man that you named. We are now pretty sure It's been him that's been causing all of our issues. It was that night that I believe my girlfriend, quite literally, became possessed. Because she started speaking to me while she was sleeping, saying what I would tell this negative energy like, you weak piece of crap, and things like that. Then the voice would add, have to kill and kill you. Since then, she sees Hatman regularly. In Finland, Hatman would only stare at her before he got really bad like this in Portugal. A few years ago, she was sick with cancer and only had two months to live. Then, miraculously, it all disappeared, and she was cured She said Hatman was next to her bed almost every day as she lay there dying. She describes him as being seven and a half feet tall, wide, and black with a long coat on. She can't ever see his face, and he has something shiny on a chain hanging on his waist. 
She has been paralyzed as she watched him drink wine while he looked at me sleeping. Hatman was reading some verses she couldn't understand another time. And then when I woke up, there was an empty wine glass there that we did not even own. These are just a few examples of what's been going on, and I'm not sure why I'm writing all of this, but it does make me feel better to tell someone. We also have noticed some patterns of the hat man, and the activity gets worse when there's negative things going on. But if we stay positive, it doesn't go away, but it is weaker, and odd things happen less often. Thanks again, Andreas. Wow. Now, I told you it got much worse. This is just mind-blowing. Now, I'm asked what happened a couple of years ago that might have attracted Hatman, and we see here she was near death. So he took interest and took advantage during that very difficult time in her life where she may have actually passed away. Now, what concerns me when people are near death and they see Hatman lingering and waiting, oh gosh, how can I put this nicely? Like that soul he felt was his and that he should have the access to that person when they cross over. Luckily, she did not cross over at that time and was (laughs) healed. Now, who does healings? Let's think. Hmm. I I would say uh, God (laughs) spared her. Now, imagine Angry Hat Man sitting there waiting his time to have the opportunity to grab her. And God healed her? I would say he's a bit ticked. I would say that he is looking for his uh, his reward, his treasure that he wanted. Now, also, someone who has had such a close brush with death. I've known many people who have had that kind of thing happen, and, and they become extremely gifted, psychic even. So that makes me wonder if that even ticks him off even more. (laughs) So she's gifted. He feels she was taken from him. And uh, wow, not surprising. I I, I just have that feeling. Something had happened a couple of years ago. And here it is. Now I can't help but have more questions to ask Andreas and his girlfriend here because when you're met with something like that, and met with your end and you see what may be coming for you, that can really flip a lot of people to change their faith and get a lot stronger with it. And uh, I hope that is the case because if Hatman was that close to grabbing you, ooh, not good, not good at all. So um, this is, this is uh, something that is really disturbing as well for me because it sounds to me like uh, he is indeed aiming to possess her. And you said she acted possessed, saying things in her sleep. 
repeating your words that you would say to the hat man to try to get him to leave you alone? Oof. This may be a bit above my level of being able to help you, to be honest. But it's important to build a defense around you while you're sleeping, while you're going to work, when you're out and about, so you don't have to keep seeing him everywhere. And I'm speaking to your girlfriend, of course. But uh, yeah, very important to do that. And how you do that is, again blessing your space. I use spring water that I'll have in the sunlight for a couple of hours or holy water. And I'll go and bless every single corner and every center of the rooms that are in my space. And uh, I'll use my cross necklace when I'm doing that. So I keep the blessing with me wherever I go. So that's a method that I think is is the first step of defense for you. But also, because this is at a level where it seems to have dug its claws a bit deeper, you're really going to have to seek help on this. And um, I'll tell you, that level of seeking help can come in a lot of different ways. And um, I've had a lot of people reach out to me when they have sought help and they didn't always get the help they were seeking. I'll get into that a little bit here after the break, but know that there is help. All right, you are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, and we will be right back. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. 
In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to Heidi and Dark Becomes Light on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. You are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Welcome back. Just prior to the break, I had another email from Andreas and his girlfriend who moved from Finland to Portugal and have essentially not been able to shake Hatman and his poltergeist activity and what seems to be a case of possession to some extent, which is really, really disturbing. And, um, you know, I was mentioning how some people reach out for help and don't always get the help that they're needing. And what I mean by that is, oh my gosh, I have had people tell me they've reached out to members of their church or a church down the street or the church of their childhood and some of the awful things that have been told to them as a response for their cries for help just breaks my heart to be honest absolutely and those responses have been we'll join our church and we'll think about it or ignore the spirit or this is the worst one donate some money to our church and we'll consider it 
Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of different cases like that. And, and it breaks my heart to the extent that these people really are trying and they're really desperate and just don't know what button to push when they're facing such ultimate evil as the hat man. And, uh, not until you've been met with something like him do you know what I'm talking about. But as you can hear in this person's email, wow, it's gone to a level of it's taking over her body while she's sleeping. And uh, also to the extent of disrupting tables, moving them, levitating things, throwing things, and could honestly do great harm to not just the girlfriend of Andreas here, but to himself. And luckily, it's so strange. He's had things thrown at him, but the light things only hit him, not the heavy-duty things like knives and whatnot that could really cause some damage. And believe it or not, that's a pattern. I don't know what that is always, but I think sometimes it has to do with mm, this thing I like to call human potential. (laughs) Human potential where... I think that we kind of block the worst things to be able to come at us, dare I say. And I I also have to say the human potential is one that uh, gets a person to get these types of things attached to them. Now, Andreas' girlfriend had a very close call to crossing over. And people who have that close call come back with a lot of gifts. She may have had gifts beforehand. As she mentioned, she had experienced Hatman before. So Hatman likes to control the future of people who are gifted. Honest to goodness, that is a very big pattern that I see. So do you take that as a warning or shameful thing to have a gift? Uh, No, I don't think so. But I think when we can own up to knowing that we have something special like that on our side and he wants it, he wants to own it, then then I think that we should own it. You know what I mean? So (laughs) Hatman is after her because she is something different and special. She was miraculously cured spontaneously of a cancer while she lie in her bed near death watching Hatman glaring at her waiting for his opportunity to get a hold of her and she gets better oh he is not happy not one bit so I would say she was given the ultimate gift the gift of life (laughs) own that gift Owned this opportunity that was given. And he wants it. So he's lurking. He's doing whatever it is to get your attention. Because it puts us in a state of fear. It's working to put you in a state of fear. To wonder, what do we do with this? And and you're putting all this energy out into that. And it's got to be causing stress. It has to be. Don't let him get between you like that. Don't let him break you down. And you stand strong in who you are, knowing God took favor on you and spared you. That's a big deal. That something the likes of the devil himself had to come and and bug you every day? Every day? (laughs) 
Oh, he's not happy. Now, personally, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> when he acts up or other things act up that are negative, it lets me know I'm on the right track. And I say you own that as well. You have a second chance at life. Do not let the lurking hat man take you down. Now, I'm going to also give you some other suggestions to do to try to lift things to be a bit more positive in your personal space. I said to bless it, but also bring joy in your place. Only play comedies. Laugh a lot. Hatman hates humor. He hates joy. Put on some happy music. Open the windows. Get some pets. And it, I know this is hard. I know this is hard, but I like to crack jokes personally. <laughs> he doesn't like that. And I don't mean like insult him, go after him. Eh, that could feed into him. So no. But I don't want you to run. I don't want you to scream. I don't want you to act up in that way. But stand firm where you are. Stand in who you are and, and find that inner strength and your faith to pull that in as well to formulate this defense against his onslaught. He's so in your face all the time. I just can't imagine. And, you know, he's digging his claws in to get you when your defense is down. I didn't hear that he's pulling your girlfriend's strings while she's conscious. Only that her chair got pulled around a little bit, but not like from the inside out. I didn't hear that part. And if that's the case, he's doing this little coward move he likes to do when people are sleeping. And and then, like, that's when he's his most crafty. <laughs> like, ooh, oh, 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 I'm sleeping and now you come? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a coward move. Like, you're at your weakest point. Defenses are down. And oh, here he comes. We're going to get her to talk in her sleep. <sighs> you know, if it's starting to look and feel like a possession, you do need help. And that help can come in the form of friends, family, praying. And find that person that is a leader in your faith that will take the time to work with you. Now, it may not be local, but there are places online that you can find and that you can reach out to who will send you items that will help you in protecting your home, protecting your life, protecting your space, and, and have faith in where you stand. Now, a lot of people are like, oh boy, she's going to get all religious on us. It's like, you know, hold on. <laughs> You are looking at something you know is the epitome of evil, right? You better hope there is an opposite force that could take this on. What that is for you? I don't know. A, a pair of shiny shoes? <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> you have to realize that these negative things are really hoping that we do not turn to their polar opposite. And that is light. That is God. That is your faith in this more powerful being that is good. I'm Christian. 
I go to Jesus. I speak of God. Uh, I have friends that have different belief systems, and they use that as well. And it's about creating this space of making something horrific feel uncomfortable. So yeah, I'm not surprised. Now earlier in the first email, Andreas mentioned how he was uh, got his hands on some exorcism passages and really ticked this thing off. Well, yeah, that would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I don't suggest that without the help of clergy, mm-hmm. um, because if you're not able to defend yourself against the onslaught that'll come you could really, really get yourself into trouble and cause some serious harm. People die from exorcisms, you know that? So, don't do that. (laughs) Um, So yeah, find your strength in this. Trust in the gift that was given to you. Don't let this dark pile of garbage mess up this path that was given to you with this new lease on life. Look at how many people pray for healing from such a horrible diagnosis. And you were given it. That is a tremendous gift. Don't let Hatman lead this special gift in any direction that isn't meant for you. He does not own you. Okay? Do God right with this gift. All right? And personally... (laughs) I can't wait to see where you go with it. Keep in touch and let me know how things are going. I love to get feedback, but oddly enough, I rarely do get feedback or even follow-up emails like Andreas did here. So I appreciate you, Andreas, getting back to me. And, you know, things go well. People just seem to move on with their lives, which is great, of course. Next up, I have a brief email where a gentleman witnessed what he believes may have been Hatman. It was so brief, so it's left them puzzled. And yeah, Hatman doesn't always have to come every day in order to be Hatman. You are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And we will be right back. Hang in there. Heidi's coming right back on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. 
join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way. Knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with the Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's George Nori, and thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Here we go with more Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. You are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Welcome back. Just prior to the break, I had a couple of emails from a gentleman and his girlfriend who moved from Finland to Portugal and had the hat man hot on their heels. Really mind-blowing situation. So thank you for that, Andreas. Now, the next email says, Dear Heidi, my name is Nate, and I was just listening to you on Coast to Coast AM. I have a hat man story, I think. It was a translucent figure back in 2010 during the day in my room by the fireplace standing next to me as I was sitting by the computer. 
the figure seemed to be wearing what looked like a hat and long coat from the outline that I could see, but I saw no other details. It stood to be about six feet tall and facing in my direction, and it was only maybe four feet from where I was sitting. It was a clear, shadowy figure, and I looked right at it as I felt a really uncomfortable, tingling feeling going down my back and neck. I immediately told it to go take a walk. (laughs) Please leave my space, I demanded. Then I watched it fade away. The whole encounter was maybe only 30 seconds or less. Thanks for your time. I look forward to your thoughts on this and your response. Nate. Well, Nate, that honestly sounds like a typical shadowy hat man situation. I get a lot of those. And imagine, everyone, this was 10 years ago for Nate. And it's still fresh on his mind that he would even look for someone who handles this type of situation. I get so many of those. And it's like, you know, was it Hatman? You know, Hatman doesn't always wear a hat. But in this situation, okay, he had a hat and he had a long trench coat on. Now, that's a typical apparition of Hatman. He could wear a trench coat. He could wear a cape. Uh, sometimes a top hat, sometimes a fedora, sometimes a gaucho hat. (laughs) And as I mentioned, no hat at all. People say he's very translucent but shadowy. And other times he's just absent of any light, just completely black. And the people will sometimes even see, now, (laughs) this is a horrible situation and scenario, but Imagine seeing his red glowing eyes. That that just takes the cake. Just takes the cake. Now, it can also go where you can see every last detail of him. Looks like a man just standing there. You could see a watch on his hip. In the last email, Andrea said it looked like he had something shiny on a chain. That is a chained watch. Sometimes... He even has a cane. Other times, people see his skin instead of shadow. They'll describe if he's clean-shaven, or if he's got a goatee, or if he's got a mustache. (laughs) And unfortunately, when they see his skin and they see his eyes, they're usually solid black. And the feeling that is given off from Hatman is unlike anything people have ever experienced. Now, back in the day, when I was first introducing Shadow People and Hatman, I originally called Hatman Hatman Shadow, as if he was just another form that Shadow People took. Then I got clarity, as this guy stepped out from the shadows to reveal that he had facial hair or not. So he became his own entity. And yeah, he's related to shadow people in the sense that 
they can do kind of similar things. Making people feel paralyzed, unable to move, or speak, or scream. Making people feel as if their very life is about to end, as they are bearing witness to the most evil presence ever. However, when people have experienced shadow people and the hat man, whether together or separate, hat man hits a whole other level of evil and fear and dreading. I didn't hear Nate mention having this feeling of dread or anything. He just spoke of seeing hat man and uh, for some reason, I understand people don't like to go into details of having such fear just come up from the bottom of them, just exploding out of their chest. People describe it kind of being like a near-death experience, believe it or not, because the fear is so overwhelming. Now, again, Nate didn't go there, didn't go into that, and... There's a lot of elements that people won't go into detail on that I am always suspicious of. But um, Hatman coming as he did in Nate's life, again, I can't help but to wonder what attracted him at that moment. Was there an illness? Was there some major stress going on? And it's not always that what attracts Hatman. Sometimes Hatman brings those joys with him. He will insinuate and instigate something to happen, to have illness, depression, oppress people, keep them separate, cause the argument that you have with your wife, cause the failure of a class in school, cause your anxiety, your depression. He can bring those things. He can also bring accidents, car accidents, slip and falls. And people are like, I got up and lo and behold, here's this guy in a hat just standing there. And yeah, did he trip someone? I wouldn't put it past him. He's capable of a lot of things. So, you know, Nate, you question if this was Hatman, and maybe because he didn't have fear. That's another thing I get from people. They're like, well, he didn't scare me. So was it Hatman? I wasn't scared. <laughs> well, I don't always get scared with these things either, okay? But if it looks like the guy, uh, I'd say it's Hatman. He doesn't always boil people over and fear. I don't know why that is sometimes for others, and... The other people are like, oh my, this is really through the roof of fear. <laughs> but sometimes it's like he was intending for someone else. Walking through the neighborhood and people caught a glimpse. That happens quite a bit. This one with Nate seemed really particular since he was four feet from you. <laughs> so I would have to wonder why he was there. Is it always important to know? No, as long as he hasn't come back. If he was a repeat offender in your personal space, okay, then I'd have a problem. But it sounds like this happened 10 years ago and you're fine right now. But you're curious if that was a hat man situation, and I would say it was. 
definitely sounded like him, looked like him. And it didn't quite necessarily feel like him, which is fine. Again, that's all right. But yeah, so Hatman, he could come in different shapes and forms. He's not always six feet tall. I've heard of 12 feet tall. Yeah, overly tall. Sometimes when he comes into a room, he has to crouch down with his back touching the ceiling of a bedroom. Can you imagine that? The ceiling. Other times he says tall as the trees outside. And then I've heard of Hatman being about six feet tall. That's about the shortest I see or hear. But he also is often the only Hatman. A lot of people ask me, is there more than one? Well, I've heard a couple of people say, oh, I saw several of them in one room. But that is so less likely so less likely and the other thing like can he be in more than one place at a time I'm like well if he is the polar opposite of what is good (laughs) God could be in more than one place at once right and if he is the opposite force I would say yeah he could do that another important element to know about hat man when it comes to shadow people he seems to be the director of the shadow people. And it's not just the shadow people, but it's also this grim reaper looking guy and the old hag and aliens. What, what, what? I I know It, it sounds crazy. It sounds complicated, but it happens. People have seen hat man alongside of all of those things. So what exactly is Hatman? How is this all possible? As we journey forward and I share more of the emails that come into me, you will see patterns that are absolutely clear. And then sometimes not. He switches it up and then he goes right back. It depends on who you're talking to. It depends on the stories that I get. But ultimately, there are answers. There are ways to keep this negative force out of your life. And if it's in there, how to kick him out. On the next episode, we will journey along with a group of friends who stumbled upon Hatman in a very strange location. So be sure to join me then and send in your stories through my main website at HeidiHollis.com. You have been listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio at Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.